what it is, is that you have more tools in your tool belt. Mm-hmm. And so you're able to have a conversation with a seller and educate them as to what their options are to find out, it, you know, what's a good fit for them. And when you have multiple solutions to, you know, a, a problem, I, I don't even know if you call it a problem, but some people it is a problem. Um, but when you have multiple solutions and the seller can, you know, take some of the power into their hands and say, yeah, I really like this idea. Let's go this way, you know, as far as seller finance or sub two um, or straight cash. And, you know, when I went back and looked at my business last year, I did a lot more wholesale deals than I did creative. But I know that I got a lot of those wholesale deals because I was having a conversation about creative finance and offering them something else to let them say, yeah, I don't really think I'm going to go that way. I want cash, but I'm going to go with you because you educated me on something that I didn't know about. And now I trust you. Mike check. I'm good. Mike check. Mike check. You can read about success all day long, but if you don't put in the work, the mindset, execution, and the hustle behind your vision, it just remains a dream. When everything goes wrong, you have to take all the responsibility. We uncover what high-level entrepreneurs, business owners do to rise up from hustling daily. So do what you feel passionate about. Take chances. The world becomes your library to help you become better at your craft. Join me as I share with you actionable tips to help you grow your business, learn skills, and help you level up in your self-development journey. Your number one spot for business and personal growth is the online hustlers podcast with your host esteban andrade every day I'm hustling. so when i got back from the mastermind in february i i really kind of had a blueprint of what i want my business to look like and so uh that's when i went ahead and hired my vas because i had been well i had hired a va in october and then it just, I really, it really didn't work out. And so in December, there was a whole thing in December, I had stopped it and I knew I wanted to re go back to start virtual. Cause I had started with someone else. So, um, in February I rehired my VAs through start virtual and I, um, had been talking to someone who was interested in being an acquisition person. And so we set up my VAs and we set up my acquisition guy and we just, we got to work. Um, so we were doing calling and texting and um, my acquisition person's kind of going through and follow, doing all the follow-ups and I'm doing the closing. And so we kind of have a little bit of a system going and, you know, once I started getting some deals there, then I started adding some other marketing channels and I now have a couple other people that I'm um, training to be some more acquisition managers. And right now I'm kind of playing all the other roles. And, you know, as I'm growing and I'm starting to feel pain in certain areas where I can't get it done, uh, that's when I start to say, okay, now I need to bring somebody on to take this off my plate. Yeah. You know, we're, we have been dating a couple of integrator type people. Um, haven't really settled on anyone yet, but you know, it's, we really took the time this year to to build a very solid foundation um, so that we can take our business to the next level, you know, in the coming year. Love it. 50 plus deals, guys. And you know what? Uh, she hired only maybe, I want to say eight 
two, eight months after, would you have hired, would you have hired a VA earlier on? No, no, because I really, I really didn't know how to manage my VAs at the time. Um, mm -hmm. I would say that that was one of the things that I learned at the mastermind was how to manage my VAs, how to, I mean, I, I was, I didn't even really know how to pull lists or anything like that. You know, mm -hmm. it was just kind of winging it, winging it. And I was still getting a ton of deals. So, I mean, you can do it. <laughs> it definitely can happen. Um, but that's, I knew that's not how I want to live my life. That's not how I want to run my business. You know, it's too much stress. And so, no, I, I think I, you know, there, there really isn't anything that I can look back on in the last 18 months and say, I would have done that differently. Yeah. Um, because every single thing that's happened, every mistake has been a learning experience. And I 100%. know that. You know, it's all for a purpose. And now, do you feel that people that are in real estate investing, maybe they've been there for a year, they don't see they don't see themselves uh, growing in this, or they're just starting out? Um, do you feel that they they should be always having to go through that learning experience, or or maybe just by learning uh, going into this mentorship? will cut, cut the learning curve and the stress curve and and the late nights curve uh, shorter um, to to make sure that they don't have way too many mistakes uh, or or do you, would you allow other people to make those mistakes? You I think that you are going to have to make a lot of your own mistakes. I think there's a, you know there's a few things um, you know that you don't necessarily have to make the mistakes, you know, because you've heard like, Oh, don't do this because you know, this will happen. But you know, it's hard to say what mistakes you're going to make. And so I, I just don't think that there's really any shortcut. It's, it's really just about jumping in and taking action and doing your very best. And, you know, I'm the type of person where, you know, I, I you know, as like, I, I will follow an outline you know, you give me an outline that I know is proven successful, which is kind of where I was with Wholesaling Inc. And then where I've been with Pace is whatever they tell me to do, I'm going to do it. You know, that's like when I went to the mastermind, they're like, this is what we do. This is what works. I know it works. I don't need to reinvent the wheel. I'm just going to do what they're doing. And I'm going to trust the process. Trust. So, you know, if you know, you don't have to start out with the CRM. You don't have to start out with all this business analytics. You know, you just, you just have to start out with going out every day and talking to motivated sellers. That's how you start. Booking appointments. And then once you have deals start coming in and you're starting to get a little bit, I always talk about, it's like once you're feeling a little bit of pain in terms of growth is when you need to look at your business and add whatever you need to add at that point in time. Like, okay, my notebook is full. You know, now I need to get a CRM and I've got to import all these people in the CRM. So I'm going to take like five hours to do that. You know, and that's kind of what we did. We got a CRM. We're like, okay, we got to put all these people in. And you know what happened is when we went to go put all those people in, we called them all again and we got some deals. Love it. Hey guys, look, I just took some takeaways real quick here. Whenever you have some sort of pain or whenever things are going, let's say a, a little bit bad is when you have to invest. It's when you have to, it's, it's not like when you have to back up, it's when you have to invest. It's mm -hmm. when you have to put a little bit more of 
your effort into going outside of your comfort zone and taking in new things that you haven't done before. All right. And investing, putting money, putting money, because if not, you're going to have to put time. (laughs) And, and if you don't have the time, you're just going to get stressed. So I, I just heard this takeaway. Now, uh, you are a JV master in the sub two group. Right now, I believe there is other people as well doing the same thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I know, for example, Reese Pennington does the same thing. Uh, but you've done it and, and you're like the go-to person in Florida. And I love that. And I think I've, I've, I've seen uh, Pace mention you a bunch of times. And that also, those, those mentions also give you leverage. Those mentions mm-hmm. also give you like, Oh, April, I'm going to go and find out. It was a reference by Pace. (laughs) So, but how did you end up building that up? Because you make it seem like you're very good at networking. And a lot of people need to learn that network is a big part of this. It is. uh, It's really being a go-giver, you know, and and I learned that from Pace. It's, It's sharing your successes, getting out there, helping people, offering, you know, your help. You know, um, I have people that will call me and ask me for advice and I have no problem jumping on the phone for 10 or 15 minutes. And, you know, when you bring value to someone, well, then they want to bring value to you. And, you know, I have had so many people say, thank you so much for helping me with this. Like, as soon as I get a deal, I'm going to bring it to you. And they do. Um, you know, helping newer wholesalers who are just starting out, you know, like if they don't understand how to comp or they don't, you know, know how to close a deal, you know, they come to you and when you help them, then they just want to bring you more deals. So it really just was about me putting myself out there to help others and share my story. And it, you know, it brings people to you. So when you're bringing value to others, they want to bring value to you. Guys, there's so many marketing channels out there, so many. And the one that she's using is value-driven lead generation. She is using value-driven lead generation, the same thing that she takes her phone calls, value-driven acquisitions, okay? She adds value to her sellers, and she's actually adding value to her network, the people that surround her, and eventually started generating leads for herself organically, okay? And you can do that. And, and don't don't just go think that, hey, look, uh, just because I'm going to get something out of it, I'm going to start pretending to be the, that person. Uh, just do it genuinely because ultimately the, those relationships that you get are going to help you eventually. But also you're going to you're going to form a personal brand. You're going to shape a personal brand. And tr- trust me, April, that's what you've been doing. You've been ha- you've been shaping a little bit of a personal brand in your community in your mentorship that now people can reach out to you and ask you for stuff and, and now you are becoming an expert you're becoming someone very knowledgeable it's still a lot to learn but people are bringing mm-hmm. you deals that they can't close right mm-hmm. how, how, how would how would you how would you start uh, if people if people are like hey, yeah that's a good that's a good way I, I I'm a, I'm a go-giver but I don't know where to start. What, what do you share? What do you, what do you do? How do you hustle that? Um, so if you want to start networking with, I mean, you don't even have to go to networking events anymore. You just go on Facebook. So if you live, let's say that you live in North Carolina, you live in, you know, Charlotte, North Carolina, just look, search out every real estate Facebook page, whether it's, 
real estate agents, it doesn't really matter and just start posting. And, you know, in the beginning, I really did a lot of like, um, experimenting to find out kind of like what people want to hear in different groups, because it could be different depending on where you are. And, you know, just started talking to people, you know, just through Facebook. I mean, that's it. You know, same thing through the mentorship. You know, I did a lot, like I made sure that my name was up there a lot and I would comment on people's posts. And when they ask questions, I would say, reach out to me. Here's my phone number. I'm always putting my phone number out there. I get tons of calls. And I think that that's the biggest thing is like people just want access to someone they feel like they can trust you know, because there's just so many people in this business that really are, are in it for themselves and can, you know, it can make you give you a bad experience. And so I just put myself out there as somebody that you can trust. I, I put my phone number out there. I put my email address out there, my Instagram handle. You know, anybody can call me anytime. You know, I try to get back to people, you know, right away as soon as possible. And, you know, it's just building over time. Like the more consistent, it's the same thing. The more consistent you are, the more that people are going to know, you know, recognize you. You know, I, it's funny because I have a, a lady that I've networked with in South Florida and, you know, she is relentless. I mean, she is relentless. In the beginning, I didn't even know who she was. And I guess she had seen me um, on a podcast and she literally would message me every single day. And I got to the point where I was like, what, who is this person? And I, and I um, kind of talked to her and we got on the phone and she's awesome, you know? And I'm like, man, I'm so glad that she did that. And we've done a lot of deals together since. Love I'm that. so glad that she did that. Because she was I, another April. She was a resilient. Right. I, I mean, one or two times messaging me, I probably was just like, meh, because, you know, it was just kind of like, hey, reach out to me if blah, blah, blah. But she did it every day, every single day. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> so that's what I'm telling you. You know, if you do it once and you say it doesn't work, it, it's just not true. You know, yeah. you've got to do it over and 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 over again. I mean, that's just the way it's just like with marketing. You know, in terms of cold calling and texting, same thing with networking. You just keep putting yourself out there, keep putting yourself out there, keep putting yourself out there. And eventually people are going to be like, who's this person? Yeah. You know, after they've seen your name 75 times, now they know who you are, you know, because you're putting yourself out there and you want to do it over the long haul, you know, not just for like two months and then you disappear. It's got to be, you know, months on end. That's her right there. <laughs> I'm kidding. Hey, uh, how many JV leads do you do you maybe get per month? Um. Oh gosh, it's that's hard. You know, uh, it's like uh, my my business isn't like super consistent as far as deals coming every month. Like I might get five in one month, and then I might not get any the next month. Yeah. Um. So you know, we're still building. Mm -hmm. Um. So out of I would probably say about half my deals that I've done in the past 18 months are probably JV deals. There are a lot of them. A lot. Love that. Boom. Yeah. I love that. I actually love yeah, it. You asked me and I don't even really know because I, like, I just don't look at my business like that. <laughs> Not a problem. What are the plans? What are the plans that you are actually going to take moving forward or what do you think is going to happen uh, to to keep growing right now, I, you've done really good something things in one in one year. But what do, what are those things that are gonna move you forward now? Yeah, that's great. So, um, 
you know, I am, I've got a couple of different marketing channels that I'm trying to grow. Um, I'm trying to stay very consistent on, you know, I, I want to bring some people on. I want to train them. I want to have systems and processes. You know, my goal for me is to just be a closer. Like, I don't want to have to follow up. I don't have to go out and take, I want to be a closer. I don't want to have to do escrow and all that. You know, I just want people to say, okay, this deal's ready to go. Let's close. Like, that's kind of my goal. Um, and then eventually I'm not even going to be the closer. I want to teach someone else to be the closer. So we're, I mean, we're really still in the building phase. And so, you know, my goal for this year was to do, um, two to three deals a month. And we're on track to do about two and a half deals a month. I hope I do more by the end of the year. I've got a lot in the pipeline. So, you know, uh, maybe by the end of the year, we'll be at three deals. And then next year I want to do four to six, you know, I want to ramp it up. And, you know, the only way that I'm going to do that is just by staying consistent. Um, you know, I've got my VAs and I've got my marketing channels. So I'm really just the heartbeat of the business is the leads. And then you have to know what you're doing with those leads when they, once they drop into your business, right? 100%. So, you know, the follow-up, you've got the conversion, you've got the escrow. And so we're just kind of trying to stay consistent and, you know, slowly increasing my marketing budget as we get more deals coming in so that we get more deals. Yeah. Yeah. So we're about to wrap up here, but I do want to ask you, and this is very important for a lot of people that they just hear the word wholesaling and real estate investing is wholesaling. And that's how I'm going to start. But uh, when joining sub to you uh, and when joining to be able to learn these different methods, such as creative financing, you've been going to be able to increase your conversion. So yes, it's a numbers game. Like other people say, the more leads you have, the more opportunities that you're going to get to close. But also the more ways that you can monetize a deal and the, that you can solve a problem to a seller, the more deals you're also going to close. Yes. So how has that changed that for you ever since you joined SOP2? Oh gosh. So yeah, I mean that changed. So actually what's funny is my very first deal was a creative finance deal. It wasn't even a whole, it was, a, I wholesaled it, but it wasn't like a straight cash wholesale deal. Um, it was a sub two flip that I wholesaled to another investor. And, um, you know, the, what it is, is that you have more tools in your tool belt. Mm -hmm. And so you're able to have a conversation with a seller and educate them as to what their options are to find out, it, you know, what's a good fit for them. And when you have multiple solutions to, you know, a, a problem, I, I don't even know if you call it a problem, but some people it is a problem. Uh, but when you have multiple solutions and the seller can, you know, take some of the power into their hands and say, yeah, I really like this idea. Let's go this way, you know, as far as seller finance or sub two um, or straight cash. And, I'll, you know, when I went back and looked at my business last year, I did a lot more wholesale deals than I did creative. But I know that I got a lot of those wholesale deals because I was having a conversation about creative finance and offering them something else to let them say, yeah, I don't really think I'm going to go that way. I want cash, but I'm going to go with you because you educated me on something that I didn't know about. And now I trust you, you know? Yeah. So, um, it definitely opened up for me, um, a whole new world. And I, you know, I really try to, I, I really try to position myself in that market. Like I love creative deals. Um, you know, I would much rather do a creative deal 
than a wholesale deal. So much more fun for me. And, uh, you know, I've kept a, a couple of them. So now we have some rentals and uh -huh. I would have never been able to do that without creative finance. How, have, before that, have you had rentals before? No. Uh, so how no. many rentals do you have? Right so now? we have one property that has five rentals. It's got five mm. mobile homes on it. Right. Um, and then we have two other properties that are single family residences. So seven rental units total, seven doors total, um, cash flowing. So pretty in cool. Year and and, and, half. In and it's all half. creative finance. And if, if it weren't for creative finance, we wouldn't have it. If you ever feel and you ever think that you cannot own real estate, if you don't have the cash, you're wrong. You, there's ways. You are wrong. You're wrong. So uh, I I love this. I love this uh, show today, April. Uh, you shared a lot of golden nuggets and about your experience and how you're actually uh, really hustling and then now shifting to building out your your business even not more. Fifty plus year, fifty plus deals in in your first uh, basically year. It, it's it, it's pretty pretty amazing. And um, so I I want to congratulate you on that. Um, what would you say that, um, people that really want to take it to the next level are in here should be looking at and, and, and what will be one of the biggest tips that you give? So people that want to take it to the next level. Yes. Well, mm -hmm. I, I mean, I already said, I think, you know, joining a mentorship is key mm -hmm. and never giving up. I, right. I it's never, 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 never give up. You know, when you feel like, you know, I think someone who wants to take it to the next level, they aren't at the next level yet. Right. So they're either experiencing some pain or they're not ready to take it to the next level. And so, you know, it's really just going to be about anytime you feel like, okay, this isn't for me. I need to slow down or this isn't working. You know, these VAs, I haven't gotten a lead. I haven't gotten a deal. Like anytime you think you want to slow down is when you should ramp it up. Love it. And always ask for help. Call, call a friend. Okay. And you know, we all say your network is your net worth. Don't call your friend that's, you know, not making any money. That's not in real estate. I'm talking, make some friends in real estate with people who are successful and call your friend and ask for help ask for help mm -hmm. guys a lot of people hold it back they're like oh i'm too proud to ask for help and i think i can figure it out myself but there's solutions out there and people are willing there's so much willingness to give in this in this world like like a lot i've i've learned just by seeing facebook posts instagram videos shorts youtube just people giving right so yes ask ask and Take a mentorship. I'm not. I'm not telling you that you should do exactly this, but I do recommend you to to have the new star of A and E pays more of you. All right. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> and also reach out to April if if if, if you yes. want to. Uh, how how would they reach out to you, April? Here's my phone number and here's my Instagram handle. Love it. Love it. There you go. All right, so we're going to put the info number and Instagram. Follow her, like her pictures. Don't creep her. <laughs> and uh, and yeah, uh, I'm pretty sure she'll be able to help you. But if you want some help, make sure that you also bring some value. Uh, Thank just, you. Yeah. <laughs> just, just from the bottom of my heart, and I'm telling you, seriously, if you want to ask help, 
for help or if you want to ask, ask advice, at least tell her that she has a nice shirt, that she, that <laughs> she looks nice, that she has a nice smile, something. All right. It's going to give a difference. It's going to make a difference. All right. So thank you. Thank you so thank much. Thank you Gabriel. so much. Have a and, great day. And let's keep going and grinding. Never give up. Let's go. Let's go to the next level together. Take care. You too. Bye-bye.